Alright dudes, uh, episode 53. We're really getting up there. Yeah. I know I used to joke about making it to like the golden anniversary or 100 episodes and shit, but fuck, here we are. Our 53rd Tuesday, approximately. Plus or minus a couple. Okay, so welcome to fucking Tuesday. Should we jump in? Conus Security. Conus stands for Continental United States. Oconus stands for Outside Continental United States. These are like military terms. A deployment outside the Continental United States versus. Yeah. You know. Okay. So, you want to start there? Sure. All right. So, this thought was the large amount of Conus contracts coming in for like private military, private security. It's international shooters coming in for United States jobs. They're they're bringing in outside sources to run these large military and private like security. So what does that mean? Like VIP security? It wouldn't surprise me at all if some of your government official agents are not hiring wherever they can get them. SAS, um, Australian. There are professional shooters from everywhere, and they're bringing the ones that don't give a shit about Americans in, if I'm making any sense. Their number one concern will be the exact terms of their contract, which will probably say something like defending X, whoever that person is, and I'm sure there will be some stuff behind that, but the general idea of that contract is their whole job, doesn't matter how many people they have to kill, their job is this thing, and they're getting paid incredible amounts of money. Half a million. Most of them are rocking the 500 to $2,500 a day price tag. I mean, it's not cheap. That was pretty much the whole thought. The elite killers. America is hiring mercenaries to... Well, I mean, we've always hired mercenaries, but it's usually been... From these yeah. are ones that have absolutely no qualms with taking American lives, being yeah. that they're protecting people within America. So therefore, their biggest threat are Americans. Yeah. Yeah. And there might be some issues with people taking out their fellow countrymen if it wasn't that way. Uh-huh. They have no qualms. So this is the same reason we hire, like as a country, we hire private military because mm-hmm. they're allowed to do things that military's not. Military has a has a whole bunch of jobs in their contract and it involves protecting people, foreign, domestic, all that shit. Yeah, PMCs, I'm not saying they don't say that shit, but they don't mean it. I'm, it's cream. That whole world is get the money. There's no honor. Fucking soldier for hire. They're there for the money. I'm not hating. It's like, they say prostitution's the oldest industry. I think it's probably death. People have been getting paid to kill people for a long fucking time. All of recorded history. Anyway, next.
Where the fuck did water bears come from? Mm. If not outer space. They can survive the vacuum of space. They can survive the radiation values. So They can be frozen. They can be exposed to extreme heat. Full vacuum. Doesn't matter. They survive literally anywhere. So space isn't an absolute vacuum, by the way. There is stuff in it. It's just very... Spread out. It's not dense. It's like the exact opposite of dense. It's so not dense as to almost not exist. But there is hydrogen, helium. <clears throat> like, you could actually power a large ship. You just have to have a massive vacuum to suck in the the almost vacuum state hydrogen. But these little fuckers that are just little microscopic tanks. So I'm pretty sure we still haven't found a way to kill one, right? They freeze them. They cut them. Like... Throw them into vacuums, burn them. Yeah, it's, I'm it's pretty sure nothing kills them. I think they rode here on a space rock. Yeah, that probably collided with Earth at thirty thousand miles per hour. Same with mycelium. I think mycelium is from space. Uh huh. Hundred percent. Because did you see where they've now found mycelium that is absorbing and trans transitioning radiation into energy? Okay, so it feeds on radiation. Have you? The latest news, um, fungal infections are like a, a huge concern right now. Apparently some new mycelium has, has mutated to be super contagious and harmful to the humans. Cool. Interesting. I heard a, a correlation, something to do with a fungal infection and the long COVID, but I haven't seen any real science. Like it's not from a journal, so don't quote me on that. And I'm not even trying to spark a panic. Like, we all knew it was coming. Your immune system will either work or it will not. It's a fucking lottery, and if it doesn't, then who gives a shit? Maybe you're gonna have a couple of days of being in pain dying, but then you're dead, and who gives a fuck? Everybody that doesn't die, it's their problem now. I'm just gonna assume I'm immune to it. Because I'm damn sure not taking any fucking shot the government tries to give me. It might help, it might not. I promise you, if a fungal infection comes out, and six weeks later they're like, oh, hey, we've got this new... It's a fucking miracle cure. Just let us shoot you. No. It takes years to, to realize. 20 years, 30 years before you know if there are long-term repercussions of taking something like this. So, mycelium that can absorb radiation. Mm -hmm. That's kind of like the apex space survival. What else? I mean, really, aside from the vast not-nothingness, radiation solar and cosmic radiation everywhere if it can literally turn forms of alpha and gamma and beta radiation waves into literally what it sur survives on that that's its energy source mm -hmm. i wouldn't think space mold dude i wouldn't think there would be enough of that radiation in space to like i mean i would get it growing on the side of something moderately radioactive there's not much of anything, including gamma radiation or beta radiation in space. It does occasionally spark through, but one in a billion to get hit with. I mean, it's literally one atom wide. Space, space fungus. Space molded. Stoned ape theory. There are decent arguments that the missing link is a mushroom, a magic one. Opening up. The cortex. Um, a chimpanzee ate it and it started to grow the frontal cortex, the frontal lobe. Like, the thing that makes us human? Hmm. You want to see a zombie 
shove a blender up somebody's nose and blend the entire frontal lobe. If you do it, if you do it perfectly, they'll come out a zombie. They'll live another 30 years. They won't argue with you ever again. They'll just do exactly what you tell them. But if you t if you don't tell them to eat, they they'll starve to death. Like there is zero humanity in one. They're a tool, a machine. Like and yes, we did a bunch of research on this. Thanks Nazis and American government. Yeah, that was standard institutions for a good while. Pioneered by Joseph something or other. Mm, of course. What's that? Just a random on the top of your head thought or that makes sense. So what are water bears exactly? What life form? Are they the only thing in their genus or that I'm aware of? Hmm. Where's that bitch Google at? Right. It's not a super important point. I was just curious. I mean they're they're like multi cell organisms, right? They're not single cell? Yeah, I think they're microorganisms. Water bears can go decades without food or water. Suspended animation. And the only reason they say decades, I think, is because that's how long they've been studying it. They're omnivores. They eat plant cells, algae, and small invertebrates. Small invertebrates? That means they're decent sized, at least. Like, to be an invertebrate would be a decent sized organism. Yeah, they're, they're interesting creatures. Are they weaponizable? Probably. If they consume anything, I mean, it reminds me of a nanobot, an organic nanobot. I think they hive mind. If they were ever to just set the hive mind on destroying humanity, we just get slowly eaten. Sounds terrible. So there are about 1,300 known species of the water bear. Oh shit! It's huh. part of the Super Philum Ectisosa, consisting of animals that grow by ectysis, such as arthropods and nematodes. Huh. The earliest known true members of the group are known from the Cretaceous period, 145 to 66 million years ago. There's only a few things on the planet really strange enough that really make me think they're alien. Mushrooms are definitely one. Yeah, there's some weird fungus out there. I mean, I know they've pretty well adapted, but if you know anything about mushrooms, how fast they spore, especially when they have variety. So like two people growing mushrooms that are growing the same strain, spore, whatever the fuck you call it. A guy on the east coast and the guy on the west coast, if they take them to some central location and spore together, the mushroom that's going to come out is going to be very strange compared to the two. Because of the, the regional, like they evolve all the time. The mind opener. Even the non-magic, like even the non-psychedelic ones are supposedly incredibly good for you. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Maybe not the the mass-produced GMO portobello things. Well, no, definitely not the portobellos. Well, every but mushroom, every mushroom you buy in Walmart is the same, it's the same breed. Yeah. It's just cut different or grown smaller, or like the baby portobellos. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of mushrooms, I bet it'd be a good time to go hunt for some morels. Tomorrow morning, probably would. Yeah. Be just wet enough. I think mushrooms are gaining quite a bit in popularity as well. Yeah. For their medicinal value. Like they're coming out with coffee alternatives. They're made from Blood different water. kinds of mushrooms and yeah. Mm -hmm. All kinds of stuff. I guess that's good. They might be the end of the world food if we all have to move underground. Because you can grow them underground. 
They don't process the soul out of it before we get there. Yeah. I mean, if we could find some, what do they call that, the glowing caterpillars? Just herds of glowing caterpillars? So Mackinac Island. Why isn't it Mackinac? I don't know, man. My guess is it's a native name that a foreigner, probably a Frenchman, tried to spell. And then it got bastardized even more by the American frontiersman. Hell yeah, that's what we do. That that's my guess, but I can't I can't verify that. So anyway, apparently it is tethered down. Like, it's literally tied in four places with massive tethering. It was a big project in the 20s mm -hmm. to tie the bitch down. And it's just been tied down. Army Corps of Engineers, like every two years, they go out and inspect it. Mm -hmm. The last time they checked, they maintenanced it. Everything was straight. This time, it's just like, not. Didn't look like anybody cut it or anything. It just came loose for the first time in a long time. So it's freely drifting right now? There's still three of them holding it. It is moving. Um, but not freely. I mean, it was basically square tied. So now, like, a whole half of it doesn't have any tether on it. It's just the two opposing each other and one on the other side. So it's allowed to drift back and forth. Supposedly, the way they noticed was um, the ferrymen that are so used to driving around the island... They were like, it moved. We don't know how to explain it, but it's not where it was. That makes and sense. they went and checked the tether, and sure enough, fucked. Dude, I learned a new word the other day, but I forgot what it was. I got to use it the same day and everything. It's Juska. I even remembered what it means. I'm not even entirely sure that's how you pronounce Juska. But it is the act of having a conversation with someone else entirely inside your own head. So you're basically having a conversation with yourself, but you're projecting the um, other person. Sort of, yeah. Um, schizophrenia, yeah. Mm -hmm. I do it regularly. I didn't know there was a name for it. I regularly will not know if I actually talk to someone or not. Like, I'll go months without talking to somebody, but I'll feel like it's been two days because when I think about them, whatever it is I need to ask them or tell them or whatever, I just do it inside my own head. And then it's done. I don't know if that's healthy or not, but I make a bunch of cool shit now. Like, talk to myself and make things. Yeah. And everything's going right. So for once, maybe the crazy's good. We got the Hoosier State and Magic. I feel like let's do the Hoosier State first. Is there an official answer to why we call it the Hoosier State? I have no idea. Because I'm pretty sure I know, but I don't want to. I don't want to just claim that the unknown thing is this thing. It just seems to make sense in my brain. If you're from here and you've never been anywhere else, maybe it wouldn't make sense. But if you've been here and you've been other places, you'll know what's different about this place. It's the. The first time you meet anybody from around here, they're going to ask you, who's your mom? Who's your dad? Who's your brother? Who's your uncle? Until they find somebody they know that knows you. 
Like, it's the two degrees of separation thing that everybody around here has to do. I think it's because we are so small town and clannish. And they might do it other places. But a lot of the places I've been, they don't. When you meet somebody, it's just a fresh start. Like, hi, I'm Good to meet you. It's not, oh, well, are you kid? Do you know, uh, I have a, I have a strange last name. So every time somebody sees it, they ask me if I know some random person. Do you know Tony? Do you know Carl? I know 12 Carls, bro. What's up? Yeah, I don't know if that one makes any sense or not. I feel like I've tried that before, and I never get any farther with it. Yeah, well, what was that, like California and Colorado? High traffic states. I mean, I haven't spent enough time in Colorado to really know. I've been there for a week at a time, a few hours at a time. I think but Alaska would be similar. Possible. The clannish areas. Yeah, a lot of small communities where everybody knows each other. But I mean, Alaska's known for so much more. I would like to think that if you meet some random person in Alaska, you have something better to talk about than who their dad is. Indiana, there's literally nothing. There's nothing else to care about. Like, it, we don't care what you do for a living. Nothing matters here. Family names. Alright, let's talk about magic. We're done with the Hoosier State, then? I mean, fuck the Hoosier State. Alright. What, you got... I mean, feel free. I got... I got shit on it. I feel like there's a million things, but... I also could have had this conversation, Juska, Jowska, whatever the fuck the word is, multiple times. Maybe... Maybe I've just talked to myself a bunch and think I've said it on the podcast. So what about magic? Uh, exactly. I feel like I know a whole bunch of really cool things that a lot of people should know. But I don't know what other people know. So I don't know what's what's something that people want to know, you know? Depends on how open their mind is, how flexible they are. Let's assume they're... We'll call it a baby witch. Novice, but not, not true first-timer. Ritual magic? This one keeps coming up. Like, what the fuck should I do? How do I find spells? I kind of hate to say Google, because the throwing the technology in it completely... Like, I think that's part of the fun. You have to go to old bookstores and antique shops and just maybe drive to Bloomington and find a place called the Voodoo Shop. I don't fucking know where you find one. That's your adventure. And if you don't want to do the adventure, don't expect the magic item at the end of it. The better the adventure, the better the magic item, in my opinion. Well, this guy made one on Etsy. He made 37 of them on Etsy in every fucking color. In all of the colors he thought people would like. Maybe he's really good at it, added some magic to it, but... I like to think that a 500-year-old one, that some dude was actually running crazy shit experiments. How much lead can I eat before I die? Yeah, I'm not gonna try it, but it'd be nice to have the results. I don't know what the fuck the alchemists of the 16th, 17th century were doing. Would love to read their shit. Tell me exactly how you were trying to turn lead into gold. That would be hugely beneficial to my current state. I mean, for obviously all the greed reasons, but if I could flood the market with gold and break it tomorrow, just literally, here's a hundred pounds of gold for everyone. Fuck yourself. Destabilize. It would probably end up terribly. 
So, I mean, I'm not saying you have to go on a crazy shit quest. Like, everybody has some form of magic they think might work. Like, if they did it and they put the proper intent, like, I don't know, carving a candle or tarot or whatever the fuck your weird little thing you think you can do is, start doing it regularly. That's why we call it practicing practitioners, people who practice magic. Literally, you go out and you do it every day, whatever your special brand is. Magic is adding intent in whatever it is that you do. I don't imagine anybody ever learned to cast a fireball by swimming 22 hours a day. But, I mean, maybe, maybe there's some strange vector thing, like if you want to learn how to do it, immerse yourself in the opposite. I mean, have you attempted it yet? Fireball? <laughs> Sorta. Of. Ritual magic, I mean. Do you do forms of it? I've tried a few things that work to a degree. I mean, it depends on your definition. Cooking a meal can be considered a ritual. Very much so. And if you think of it that way, then yes. Yeah. Like, it'd be the gourmand magic. And that's... That's a really fucking good one. You can you can show somebody the magic instantly. The proof of the pudding is in the eating. So let's go slightly more archaic. Dude, cooking's a good one though. Fuck, you have to find an old recipe and... Or create your own spells. Cauldron magic. Exactly. <laughs> That's old magic, man. Like, you can pretty well completely dictate somebody's life by their diet. Especially if you were to do it intentionally through their food. Like engineering a breakfast, a snack, a lunch. Hmm. I like this topic. I can just randomly ramble about anything and just keep yelling magic. We're talking about magic. Music. Um, so music might be the, the magic, literally. You can control somebody's entire mood by playing tones in the background. They've, they've done a shit ton of studies on this. And I'm talking from, from the completely any idiot could understand it to the farthest reaches of string theory, religion. Music makes so much fucking sense. Good and bad. Most of the greatest works of construction or design that the human race has ever achieved would be some of our, the abbeys and the, the cathedrals, the resonance that these buildings create just through the limestone facade, the, the cornerstones, the, the shapes of the windows, the, the lead. The, the stained glass is actually designed to amplify sound. It's a giant resonance chamber, and they're shaped perfectly. I mean, there's a reason they took hundreds of years to build. Well, that takes us to another one. Builders. Designers. So, I mean, that's the whole Masonic magic thing you're talking about. They've added intent to their buildings. Like, when they designed the Pentagon, they designed it for a reason. It was one of a kind. Whether or not it's any real magic, it has real magic. Like, it was built with intent. Yes, very much. Basically, whatever you do with intent is magic. It, yes, sort of. So there's the intent and the manifestation. A lot of people are self-sabotagers. They'll cast, like, they'll, they'll have the greatest night of their life and they'll go to bed happy. They'll wake up and the dog pissed on their shoe. And it's fucking automatically done. Fuck it. Everything I'd planned to do today, I'm not doing it. I'm going back to bed. And that's our, our comfort, our lazy, our, our excuses. The excuses kill magic every time.
So the inside of my left bicep says make memories, not regrets. I know it got a little fucked up in translation, whatever, but regrets, man, things you didn't do. You can have a bad memory, you can have a good memory, whatever, but you know, you know exactly what happens if you do that now. The things you never know, those are the things that really, at, at least for me, maybe it's because I have so few. I know a lot of people never do anything, so everything's a regret, and they don't, like nothing stands out in that. But for me, there's, there's very few times I didn't jump, and I, I think I remember them, like all of them. But lessons learned, c'est la vie. You gotta start somewhere. And like magic is literally, the day you become a practitioner is the day you start practicing. Call yourself one, practice it, be it, live it. As above, so below. Wanna talk about Disney World in Florida? I mean, you'd have to start at Disneyland with Holly Weird. Disney World in Florida butting heads at the moment. What do you mean? Well, the, uh, what's his name? The governor, whoever, DeSantis or something. So, DeSantos or something. We'll just call him Florida governor for argument's sake. Sure. Okay. Well, anyways, he's a fucking douchebag. That's okay. They're making a bunch of laws and shit. And so Disney World's a huge thing, obviously, mm -hmm. in Florida. So they asked Disney what they thought. It's like, oh, we don't really care. <laughs> We're not against all the stuff that they are. So basically, they didn't agree. So this pissed off the governor of Florida. Mm -hmm. So he did something to do what he thought was taking control of Disney and making all their decisions for them, mm -hmm. saying what they can and cannot do. Mm -hmm. Like, made his own committee to run shit, and he was bragging about it, like, yeah, we get to decide what goes on Disney Plus and all this shit. And then they get to reading all the paperwork and stuff, like, oh, all we get to do is like decide how to run the community, like trash pickup and shit like that. I mean, that would make the sense. Municipal shit. Florida might have a hell of a legal team, but I promise Walt Disney is better. Oh yeah, and and this was put in place, and, and it, they said that it will be like this as long as um, the line of King Charles II or whoever exists or mm -hmm. rules England. Mm -hmm. And they're like, well, that's fucking pretty much forever. Yeah, and it's just. Florida's getting fed up with so when well, you when they Dragon wrote Florida's getting fed up with Disney World and vice versa when they wrote those really strangely worded prophecies a hundred years ago that strange wording was meant for a time that I think is soon coming we're approaching the strange times and I'm not even saying like any kind of magic involved in that an, an empire only stands so long and ours obviously is on the way out. It ain't a spring chicken, and it it ain't going up. It's been on life support for a while, and we just keep dragging it through with the American spirit, but that shit's about broke. Nobody gives a fuck about the USA anymore. If somebody came in and said, hey, it's the United States of whatever the fuck name you want to come up with, all your debt's gone, but we need you to go back to work. Whatever you decide it's worth, just go back to work. I don't know, Disney World, Sounds like they're getting fed up with Florida's shit, so... I mean, if Disney World goes, hey, states, who wants me? What are you gonna give me? Um, they'll never... It's worth a lot, because there's... I doubt they close. They'll never recapture the magic... No. ...of Disney World. It it's it's the end of an era. 
they'll try really hard, probably in seven states, to make up for it. Because the amount of money they've spent on that one, like, they'll have to throw a bunch of money at it. And it'll be popular for a little while because everybody will be able to go. But then nobody will care because it'll suck. Because there will be seven of them. Like, the magic of it is you have to go to one of the farthest reaches of the United States to get to it. It wasn't put there for everybody. But I also think there's a civil war brewing. It was damn near like a pilgrimage. Mm-hmm. You put your mecca spread throughout everywhere. It's not so much of a pilgrimage. It's the diet version. I mean, there's a goddamn trolley to Machu Picchu now. They paved paradise to put up a parking lot. What is it? Um, They put all the trees in museums and then charged the people in a, a buck and a half to see them. And here we are, idiocracy style. Fucking called it. <laughs> yep. Stupid ass comedians. They have no idea what they're talking about. And then, oh fuck. We were kidding, man. Why did it have to go that way? Speaking of which, I need to pick up a bunch of Gatorade. I'm only home from my fucking garden. Let's go. Please crave. Yep, it needs the electrolytes. Have you seen um, Terry Crews is back in that character? Yeah. I think I've seen something from that recently, yeah. He's talking about if he gets elected, he'll bitch slap everybody in Congress. <laughs> got my vote already. Already. Fuck it. Like, swear to God. Like, I, I, I don't vote. Too. Shit, I guess there's three things I don't do. One of them's vote. I would. I would vote for that motherfucker. That's an outsider. I don't care how long it takes to backhand through all those old bucks, but I will stay up for however long to watch every single one. He might kill half of them. 82-year-old man get bitch slapped? <laughs> oh, Terry Crews is a real small guy. They can take it. Exactly, and I hope he, like, oh God, the character in the movie really would, like, he'd kill him. Give oh, zero yeah. fucks. Just yeah. slap the ever-loving dog be shit out of him. To, yeah. <laughs> no fucks to give. He'd be president. Fuck him. Slightly unpopular opinion. John Wick 4? Meh. I haven't seen it. I haven't I seen one. I've only seen, I think I've only seen the first two. That's yeah, fucking That's all you need. Yeah. Is the first two. I still want to see in, them. In my opinion, consecutively worse third than fourth. Yeah. I didn't see any of them. We'll say, knock this one out of the park. Walked in. Movie theater. Five. Wendy's Double Stacks and Six Tall Boys. They have reclining chairs now. Yeah. Their chairs are nice. Yeah. You take a nap or? <laughs> Shit, after all that food? Probably. <laughs> Just looked like I gained some winter weight was all. <laughs> Man, I'm gonna go to the drive-in before it gets too hot. Before it blows away. Yeah. Say the girls and I would probably be down for that. So you think it's chaos or intelligent? What? Everything. The universe. Is it random chance chaos theory? Like it happened because it could? Literally just the evolution of this is what happened. Or is there an intelligent design somebody sparked it? 
I think one led to the other. Which came first? Chaos. The chicken or the egg? I think chaos did. So chaos bred intelligence and intelligence... Shaped chaos. That's so deep. It's design. That's fucking deep. So I mean, that's the only thing that makes sense to me. Okay, so have we mastered chaos then? No. By living an orderly life? Who's living an orderly life? All of us. No. Oh, oh. Okay, so you've Busy. barely since 2020, late 2019, you have barely tasted chaos, and it has been the strangest four years of your life. Can you but imagine just what true I chaos? Almost died. Wait until you put your arm through a fucking Everybody wall. Everybody else almost died. You literally just just start like leaning through solid objects. You step out your front door and end up in like Zimbabwe. True chaos. Is it an owl? Owls. I think I heard an owl. Owls too. So owls are messengers, apparently. You yeah. see one. You also Harry Potter. If you well, no, <laughs> I mean, you're supposed to have a dream. Dude, that'd be cool. If we got the sound on the podcast and everybody that listens has a crazy shit dream after, that would be fucking tight. So any sound you hear an owl make is intentional. Literally. Anything. So if it does it, it does it for a reason. I would like to think. Because they are these most silent predators. It's, it's insane. I don't know that we still have any technology sensitive enough to track the sounds an owl makes. I know they do on some level make some noise. They have to. Everything does. It's just how small of a noise. But they've evolved however many generations to be perfectly silent as far as anything on this planet is concerned. Maybe a mantis shrimp can hear it. Or see it. I mean, I know they can see it. Well, I mean, see the sounds <laughs> it makes. They oh. can see everything. The vision. They maybe actually could see the sound it makes. I don't know how that works. Crazy it's a vibration that is music magic. Everything's vibration. God is music. Music is God. In the, the grandest scheme of things. Every single vibration would fall under some form of music, right? If everything is some form of vibration. I mean, if it makes a tone, it's not necessarily music. Maybe it's not pleasing to I your don't ears. More than a single tone. I mean you can make rhythm, but I don't know about music. Bad music is still music. It's like art, man. Yeah. We could just break a few things and set them in a pile and call it art. And if you disagree, it's because you just don't understand it. You know the, the full moon, new moon thing? New moon's, um, supposedly it's not so much now, but they used to be the time to set your intentions. Imagine all you have is candlelight and candles are expensive. You're not just going to be roaming around on a moonless night. You're probably going to be in the house trying not to die. So you're in the house, maybe burning a candle, writing or whatever. You write your intentions, you set your intentions, you meditate, you ponder, you whatever it is that you need to do. The new moon is the time to do it. 
plan you foretell? The the full moon is the the time of celebration. You don't sit indoors and worry and ponder and posticulate. You you celebrate. You dance naked under the full moon. Literally, figuratively, whatever you're into, I guess. Humanity's lost something. Like Easter's coming up. Easter used to be a fertility ritual. Like May Day, women would dance naked around the pole. Yep. Literally. And now they have us do it as children in schools. Weird. So fucking weird, bro. Fun facts. Well, you can't celebrate fertility without an orgy. I mean, yeah, so a lot of the older civilizations, especially when they would get together as villages, like they would throw regional parties, like a lord would either invite a bunch of people to his manor or he would himself travel to whichever one he picked and everybody would spend a bunch of time getting it ready for all of the villages to come together and then there would be an orgy where you would just try to not be inbred. Yeah. Like, let's get let's some, blood some new blood that's the, not our cousin. Cool. Yeah. And that was pretty much the only rule at the orgy. Like, you didn't sleep with anybody, you, like, your party was off limits. Everybody else was cool. Didn't fucking matter. Fertility rights. Welcome to Easter Talk. I think this has been an entire fucking Tuesday, so I'm gonna shut the fuck up now. Have a good night. Love you. Bye.